Hey guys, welcome back to Second Wind Wisdom, and I hope you guys are having a really productive week. You know, sometimes I'm just amazed at how things turn out. I mean, here we are in our first full week of the season of Lent, and the last two episodes, and now today's episode, are all dealing with themes that go hand in hand with the soul searching and the spiritual renewal that we're called to during this time of year. It couldn't have worked out any better if I'd planned it that way. And I assure you that I didn't because I'm just not that organized and I really don't have a master plan in place. I literally go week by week looking for inspiration for content based on the news or on conversations that I've had or maybe on something that I might read in a book or sometimes even on a meme that popped up in my feed. But Lent invites us to delve into the depths of our souls and to try to seek a greater understanding for and appreciation of all that God has done for us. Now, our journey for the last couple of weeks started with wisdom, and then we moved on to the law of attraction, which I admit was a trick shot there at the end, so I apologize for that, but not really. And then we worked our way into this week's topic, which is karma and kindness and the golden rule. And these all run right along the side of the call of Lent, which is to try to find deeper meaning and appreciation and insight, which by the way, I think shouldn't be relegated to just one season of the year, but that it should actually be a lifelong mission. So our adventure began a couple of weeks ago with a simple inspirational quote by Wayne Dyer. Change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Now, this quote led me to start thinking about wisdom and about the fact that wisdom is so much more than just being able to learn from our experiences I mean, wisdom is about being able to learn from other people's experiences as well. And by learning to mentally and emotionally put ourselves using empathy and compassion into their situation so that we can see the world in a different light. And then after that episode, as I was trolling for ideas on YouTube, I came across a video of some guy explaining the law of attraction. And like I told you last week, My mind connected the dots, and then the dots led me right down the rabbit hole. And I'm glad that I didn't shy away from the rabbit hole and that I made the decision to buckle up and take the ride because I think it led me in the right direction and it put me in a better place because now, here we are in Lent, the season of sacrifice, repentance, and introspection, and we're about to talk about karma. And karma is a concept that I mean, you can find it in several religious traditions. Karma is always associated with the idea of cause and effect. I mean, philosophers also refer to karma, but they like to call it the principle of moral responsibility, meaning that morally we either deserve praise or blame or reward or even punishment for what we do or even for what we don't do, 
in response to our moral obligations. Now, while the specifics vary amongst the different belief systems, the basic idea of cause and effect stays pretty much the same across the board. In Hinduism and Buddhism, karma is a fundamental concept that symbolizes the principle of moral causation. You see, it it suggests that every action, whether it's physical or mental or emotional, has its consequences, and that these consequences reverberate through time and space. Does that sound familiar? Maybe to something we talked about last week? The term karma itself originates from Sanskrit and means action or deed. Now, in Hinduism, karma is linked to their belief in reincarnation. They believe that your actions in this life shape your destiny and that of your future lives. So good deeds lead to positive karma, which results in a favorable rebirth or advancing to the next spiritual level. But negative actions generate bad karma, leading to suffering or regression in the cycle of birth and death. Now in Buddhism, karma is viewed as the law of cause and effect And to them, the relationship between actions and their repercussions is very real because the Buddha taught that karma actually influences the cycle of birth, suffering, and rebirth, and that through mindful awareness and right action, a person can actually break free from this cycle and attain enlightenment, or what they call a state of nirvana. So even though there are slight differences in the interpretation and the terminology, the concept of karma underscores the universal principles of moral responsibility and of the interconnectedness of all people and all beings, actually. And it highlights the idea that our thoughts and our words and our actions have consequences. And these consequences affect not only our individual destinies, but also influence the world around us. Now, how does karma relate to the law of attraction? Well, even though they're slightly different ideas that originated from different cultural backgrounds, there are similarities in the underlying principles. Both karma and the law of attraction emphasize the power of intention and thought and action to influence and shape reality. And the law of attraction states that positive or negative thoughts and emotions attract corresponding experiences back into our lives. And similarly, karma teaches that virtuous or harmful actions generate corresponding outcomes, affecting not only the individual, but also the world at large. So basically, both karma and the law of attraction highlight the importance of mindfulness and intentionality and of being ethical in the way that we choose to live. And they both remind us of the impact that our choices have and of the interconnected nature of our world. And they encourage us to cultivate positive energy and to try to live according to moral principles. Now, the golden rule, which is often expressed as do unto others, as you would have them do unto you, is a foundational principle that's also found in several religions, including and especially in Christianity. In Christian teachings, 
The golden rule encapsulates the essence of love and compassion towards other people, echoing the teachings of Jesus. From a Christian perspective, the golden rules derived from the teachings of Jesus as recorded in the Gospels where Jesus states, so in everything do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. I mean, that makes it pretty much cut and dried. Jesus is saying, if you do this and you mean it, then baby, you're in. The golden rule embodies the core principles of Christian ethics. It emphasizes the importance of treating others with kindness and respect and compassion. And it encourages believers to empathize with others, considering their needs, feelings, and well-being as equal to their own. And from a Christian perspective, practicing the golden rule isn't just a moral obligation. It's a reflection of our relationship with God. Jesus teaches that loving my neighbor as I do myself is second only to loving God with all my heart, soul, and mind. And the golden rule teaches that our actions towards others have consequences that reflect back on us and how we're treated by others and ultimately by defining how our relationships and our communities work, which is very similar to the concept of karma, which emphasizes the relationship between actions and their repercussions, suggesting that our deeds influence our future experiences as well as our spiritual growth. So no matter what our religious background is, it's pretty much the same when it comes to both the golden rule or karma, because they both underscore the importance of ethical conduct, empathy, and compassion in fostering harmony in our relationships and in being able to create a more just and equitable society. They remind us that we're all in this together and that our choices have consequences beyond just ourselves and that we bear a moral responsibility to shape our shared reality through our thoughts, our words, and especially through our actions. And the law of attraction, though it stands apart from karma and the golden rule, it does share a lot of similarities with the other two by emphasizing the power of thoughts, emotions, and intentions in shaping reality because it suggests that positive or negative energy attracts corresponding experiences into our lives, underscoring once more the importance of mindfulness, positive thinking, and ethical conduct. So in the end, wisdom, karma, the golden rule, and the law of attraction, they all kind of come together. They all serve to encourage us to cultivate positivity and to be more compassionate and to behave ethically. And if we were to all take this to heart, and really try to live our lives according to these principles, then yes, we can create a more fulfilling and happy life for ourselves. And yes, we will be contributing to the well-being of others and of the world around us. And after having said all this, if you ask me once again, if I believe in the law of attraction, then I would have to say to you, absolutely, positively, for sure. Thanks for sticking with me on this one. 
it really does feel good sometimes to make a run down the rabbit hole and to poke around down there and look for gold. And like always, my hope is that this episode gives you just something to ponder on as you go about your week. And don't forget, you can always drop me a comment in our Facebook group, or you can shoot me an email at secondwindpodcast.reply at gmail.com because I'd absolutely love to hear your thoughts on this or on anything else for that matter. And I hope that you have a good week and we'll be back at it again next Tuesday. And until then, stay well.